Hey friends, welcome to Real Stories of Life with God, a podcast with a pretty explanatory title, because that's what we're here for, a conversation with real people about their unique life with God. I'm your host, Chelsea Eubank, and I'm so glad you're here. Let's jump into today's episode. Yeah, glad to be here. Um, I'm a creative business owner, been working for myself for like almost 10 years now, which has been definitely up and down um, and a journey. But, uh, you know, here we are, and I enjoy it most of the time. Um, <laughs> second thing, uh, we got, me and my wife got a puppy during COVID because it seems like everybody either had a baby or got a puppy. Um, <laughs> yeah. And we got, we went with a puppy route. Um, <laughs> but he is a German Shepherd. His name is Odin, and he nice. is like a year and a half now. And I love teaching him new tricks, <laughs> something that I learned. Uh, kind of somewhat how to do during quarantine. Mm. Mm. So that's been awesome. And then third thing, oh yeah, as I just mentioned um, before we, I guess, officially started going was <laughs> that me and my wife are kind of coming out of a bit of a down season. Um, mm. And I'll get into it a little bit more um, as we mm. go and things have been okay. learning and stuff like that. But yeah, those cool. are three things about me. And we know each other, just to give some context. We went to, I guess... I guess it would, I, my initial thing is we went to high school together, but we, I mean, we we're in different classes, but we might've been in elementary and middle school. I mean, how long were you at Augusta Christian? Yeah. Your so whole I started deal? there. No, no, no. I started in middle school. Um, okay. Okay. So I so went it probably been high 12th. School. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think we, you know, probably were there at the same time um, mm-hmm. earlier and like we're around in middle school, but yeah, definitely like became friends in high school and mm-hmm. probably when we actually like, you know, started the relationship there. I would probably say too, I feel like we've kept up with each other because we're both creative people. I mean, how many times have I called you with a video question? (laughs) Yeah, maybe a couple. Um, I think you're just probably good at like keeping up with people too. So (laughs) that's, yeah, definitely better than me. So all credit to you on that one. Um, Being in Atlanta now for anyone like listening who, you know, obviously probably hasn't kept up with me as, as well as you have um, mm-hmm. been living in Atlanta for like four years now. And it's great. It has helped me be more intentional with mm-hmm. like friendships back home because mm-hmm. I'm like, well, there's no way that we're going to just like accidentally stay in each other's <laughs> lives. Right. So yeah. Okay. I'm gonna jump in. I, I like to read a couple of the verses that kind of inspired two of these questions it comes from matthew 22 jesus is asked which commandment in the law is the greatest and he says love the lord your god with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and the second love your neighbor as yourself my first question for you is what currently stirs your love for god yeah love those verses there mm-hmm. um pretty much on all your questions i answered uh twice so nice. i'm gonna try to keep it short uh i like it if i can um Go but yeah just like a lot of stuff's been on my mind, on my heart lately. Um, so first off, experiencing God in different ways uh, has been like a big thing lately. So we just went through like a kind of just checkup counseling type deal. Um, we hadn't done counseling since like our premarital counseling. Um, mm-hmm. Been married for a couple of years now. And we're just like, hey, big believers in counseling and think it does a lot of mm-hmm. good. So we should go. Um, and one of the things we talked about was like spiritual life and we are like, we're both obviously believers in this marriage, um, know what it looks like to walk with Jesus as individuals, but don't really know 
how to do that best as a couple um, mm. and putting a lot of pressure and expectations on ourselves too, I think of just mm. like doing it exactly right. Um, and then like just the differences between Jess and myself of her being very type a like morning person likes to have structure and like <laughs> do things a certain way. I'm about the opposite as you can get <laughs> from that. Um, like very creative all over the place, night owl. So interacting at all, it can be difficult, but especially like on a spiritual level. So anyway, the thing that our counselor said was try out different things. Don't just expect to like sit down and have, you know, an hour long Bible study and discussion with each other every morning, because that's just not practical. Mm -hmm. Um, and so we've actually done two things recently that have helped a ton. Um, and something that I've like really enjoyed first, we started watching the chosen. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you have seen it, we but have. yeah, we're like, are pretty early on in it. Um, but we're like, holy cow, this is so good. <laughs> you know, instead of sitting down and watching some like mindless show, we like watch that again, very intentional about it. And then talk about it for a little bit after. And it's like, yeah. wow, this is amazing. Second thing is we, so there's this uh, like discovery Bible study sort of thing called Alpha. It was started in the UK several years ago mm. for basically just people who, are like searching and have questions about Christianity um, to have a safe space to come and like learn about things like from a logical, like educational standpoint. Hmm. Um, and she has actually brought it to our small church up here in Atlanta and um, helped another guy get it off the ground because they cool. both did a similar course um, at Georgia tech where they went to school. And so uh, he recently moved and I stepped in for the first time helping her um, with it, like kind of co-lead it this season. And that has been awesome because as the saying goes, like, if you want to know how good you are at something, like try to teach somebody else what you're oh, doing. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's been like very educational, <laughs> um, but also like really stirred my affections for the Lord in a way that mm -hmm. I was not expecting um, as I was going in being like, all right, how am I going to, teach this it's very like logical very mm. you know apologetics almost uh yeah it was more so just like no 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 you're gonna not only am I gonna do something through you but I'm gonna do something in you mm. and so Oof. that has been uh yeah that's been that's how I felt right so <laughs> uh yeah I was like okay Lord I got you, you you're trying to do something over here and in, in everybody <laughs> um so that's just been really cool so that was actually point one <laughs> point two has been the kind of like hardship like i said that we're coming out of the year has just been um not the start that we thought but also trying to like roll the punches had some like sickness uh death in the family some like business difficulties on my end that i won't get like too into because that in itself could be a whole conversation, but just kind of had the wind taken out of our sails for a while. Um, and a lot of like questions and not many answers, which mm. we have both kind of discovered is something that we do share in common is that we like to be in control. Um, so yeah, that in a, in a way has helped 
stirred my affections for God to just be like, okay, I don't know what the heck is going on right now. You do like, what is, you know, what's up? What are we, what are we doing here? Mm -hmm. Um, and then just like being able to draw back to him and that. So, yeah, man, I like so many things that you said. But yeah, I didn't that. really give much time for like feedback there. Oh, no, uh, so great. Just kind of went, yeah, went with great. it. <laughs> I love it. But isn't it something in the like free fall of not knowing and that out of control feeling he's still the same? <laughs> so it's like challenges sharpen us or change us in a way that ease just can never do. Yes. You know, it's almost like a place of, of maturity to say, I will not hate this because I know that it's doing something for me with you. <laughs> yeah. Um, I actually, Ooh. it's so crazy that you would like phrase it that way because I had a friend in college or maybe it was a, like a speaker I heard, I don't know, but somebody in college one time, they talked about like the hardships and difficulties of life and they described it as a refining fire. Mm. And that if you ever have like, a precious metal or something, um, you know, when it's first unearthed, when it's first pulled out of the ground, um, it's in a very rough, raw state. And for that thing to have value, it has to go through a mm. refining fire. It has to go through a very intense, hot period so that it can come out more pure on the other end. And that's something that stuck with me for a long time. And I'm like, that sounds so cool until you're actually in the fire and it's oh, hot. Oh, yes. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, yeah. So that's something that, uh, you know, the Lord's kept bringing back to me recently. It's just like, yeah, it hurts. It's supposed to, but like mm. you come out on the other end, like better and like more pure. So there's something too, you know, I feel like we as believers or just as Americans can tend to, like, I'm going to go with believers. I'm not going to blanket statement of America. <laughs> I'm going to just going to talk about Christians, but we kind of fall can easily fall into the temptation that our default setting is happiness and comfort. When actually, you know, if you look at Christians in the past or just what he says in the Bible, our default setting might be more struggle than ease. Yeah, which is for sure. like not great to think about, <laughs> but I think it shifts me a little bit. If I say the goal is not perfection, maybe there's a different way. Not that you go into the day or the season of life thinking, asking for trouble or thinking about trouble, but when it comes, you're like, okay, here's this thing, but me and God are separate over here looking at that thing. <laughs> you know, I'm not alone or I'm not like he's not surprised and maybe I shouldn't be surprised. Yeah. No, I think like kind of the, the distinction there between believers and Americans, like is kind of a fine line of like, mm. yeah, culture tells us you should yes. be happy. You should be comfortable. You should seek your own like personal satisfaction above everything else. Just mm. Uh, mm. get in there and, and grind and, and do right. it. Right. And Jesus yeah. is kind of just not that way. <laughs> yeah, not at all. He's oh, like, man, uh, come and surrender. And yes, I was just thinking that word. Yeah. Um, okay, let's move. On, let's move on a little bit. Is there anything that currently stifles your love for God? Yeah. Um, <laughs> when I first read this, um, I was like, "What? Uh, 
I was like, no, nothing, whatever, you know, <laughs> extinguish my love for God. Um, but then actually the more I thought about it, the more I, uh, ponder on it, I was like, actually, I really like this question. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah, like kind of going back to what we we're just talking about, like in the world and culture and like everything happening in society today, um, kind of distracts me i think probably more so than like actually pulls away from it um but it's just so loud so much Mm. in life that it distracts from like the goodness of the lord and the fact that he actually is still in control he still is on the throne because there's just so much going on around us and it's easy to get caught up in it so that's like definitely the first thing that i thought of um you know because like I said, it's just so, so noisy. Um, and then the second thing is again, like my own, uh, selfish desire for control. And instead of leaning on him, instead of seeking him for, uh, guidance, just being like, I got this, I can figure it out. Um, some of the stuff that we've been like struggling with as a family, as a couple, um, I've been like, okay, like, how am I going to fix this? I made it just like, I think as, as guys, and then probably as husbands as well, you just go into like fix it mode. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So that has been like a struggle for me to be like, okay, like, what are we doing? Got a, got a problem. I'm going to solve it. Like, here we go. <laughs> and then just to be like, no, not only can you not do that, but that's like not what you're called to in this time. Like you're mm-hmm. called to again, surrender and like come to the Lord and say like, Hey, again, I don't even know what's going on here, but you do. I don't know like what this refining fire period is going to look like, how long it's going to be, how hot it's going to get. Just (laughs) like trusting and knowing that like, it's where I'm meant to be at this time Mm. and not trying to fight it and not trying to like rush the process of being like, okay, but like, let's just go ahead and figured out and get on the other side um but just kind of sitting in it and being present mm. okay i want to connect those two because i am totally with you and all that like the noisiness of kind of our day and time and habits and technology and access to all the things and then the being present to god like have you have you found in the past couple of months have you found any as he helped you see any habits or rhythms or practices that help you do that a little better. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, rhythms, I think is a good word and a word that we've kind of been bouncing around. Um, I think honestly, it starts with how you start your day. Um, and I know it does for me because as a, uh, night owl, as I mentioned, (laughs) I do not like to wake up. I don't care what time it is. I don't care what is currently <laughs> happening. It's just the first few moments of the day suck in general for me. So trying to just like get going and figure something out um, and always wanting to default back to comfort, whether that be uh, hitting the snooze button or like just not getting started on anything and just kind of like, waiting until I wake up or, you know, feel like it, um, mm-hmm. which is, there's you know, a phrase, there's a, when phrase. do we, when do we ever feel like it? Right. So 
yeah. So I think honestly, it's just like having something to go to, whether that be a Bible study. Um, a lot of times for me, it's just like prayer, just like kind of taking a moment being like, okay, Lord, giving you the first moments of my day here. Mm-hmm. Um, like I'm going to like discipline myself, um, and my desires and like, just focus on you and mm-hmm. say, Hey, these first few moments of my day are yours. And then hopefully I feel a little bit better, wake up some, uh, and get rolling here. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of it. And then, like I said, just the other things of saying like, it doesn't have to be the traditional structured things that we've talked about. Um, mm-hmm. it can be a podcast on your way to work. I work from home, so my commute is pretty short. Um, <laughs> But sometime during the day doing something or uh, like a show, like we're talking about um, leading a group, anything like that, like I said, to kind of just get yourself out of that comfort zone um, has probably been one of the biggest things in these uh, last few months that have helped a ton to just center and refocus on the Lord. It is so good to, to say that what I cultivate with God in my relationship with him and my faith muscle that I'm stretching with him, just in my friendship with him, that is my number one thing. My my number one goal is not to make this thing go away or to make this thing change because I don't really know what he's doing with it. My number one goal is to keep my eyes on him and to keep my love for him, you know, and to, to make sure that stays clear of all the clutter. Yeah. Cause then maybe he can encourage me and maybe he can tell me what, why it's happening. If I'm not, if I'm never listening for that, if I'm never looking for him, if I'm never making space for him, you know, I think we just get it a little, we think that, you know, strong in our faith means that things are going fine. <laughs> you know, if, if you're struggling through something, then you're doing something wrong. Um, yeah, for sure. Cause I'm like, I have all the methods. I grew up in church. I know what I should be doing. I have the Holy spirit. I know the Bible, like this is my thing, but there was hardly little surrender. Probably there was hardly little, let God be God. And you just be gods. And that's that's your number one thing. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Um, totally agree. I think uh, as far as the like rhythms, I just thought about this for a second too. G- getting away and trying to separate from the, again, American culture, today's world type thing and getting back to that because you're totally right. And like, if things are going right, then you're probably on the right path. But that's not always the case. Right. Um, yes. And to to like switch that, to make that change, um, can be the most difficult thing a lot of times. Mm -hmm, Right. Um, mm -hmm. so that's why I think, especially for me, like, like tricking myself and like shocking (laughs) the system is like almost always a key of like, you know, as I say, the, the definition of insanity is to Mm. doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. So like in the same way with our walks, like if we only do the same things that we've always been doing, how are we ever expecting like real mm-hmm. growth and change to come? And I think there's something about admitting that you need something new. We have the the tried and true like things in the Bible that God <laughs> tells us are important. But I, I think I think we also have kind of gotten away from the freedom of our relationship with him to say, I need something different right now. You know, like, can you help me? figure out what that is. Like we, we need it. And y'all went to you know, like your counselor was really helpful for that. Um, I think a lot of people are like, I should know. And I'm like, just ask, you know, like I really want to get in a better habit of asking God questions. <laughs> yeah. 
I think that's also one of those control things and something mm-hmm. that he's been teaching me lately. It's like, man, you think you know something. <laughs> you don't know anything. You're really dumb. Uh, so <laughs> you definitely don't know all the things that I know. You maybe know? you should, maybe you should try getting it from me. Uh, or, yes. or maybe you should just try trust, trusting me, you know, not even mm-hmm. like necessarily getting an answer, but just like, mm-hmm. even when I don't give you an answer, like you should still trust me. Oh yeah. That's good. Okay. That's a good segue into my fill in the blank. The truth that God is blank means a lot to you because blank. Yeah. So this one was kind of difficult. I got a, like a weird one, but it might take a little explanation, but the truth that God is infinite is what I wrote down. Um, like omniscient, omnipresent, all knowing, like all good, all loving. It's like, he is all things. Um, and I think that's important. Like I said, for me, because of right now, it's like, no matter where you are, like he is there, he is like with you and he like has all the answers. Um, so whether you're on the mountaintop, like magical experience or you're in a, a valley, really terrible experience, new territory, old territory. It's like, there's Mm. nowhere that you can go like where you can get away from God. And so, yeah, like I was like trying to find something new and profound that I could write down in this (laughs) blank space. And I was like, no, he is just, he is everything. He is complete. Mm. Um, and that he is enough. So like I said, he kind of checks all those boxes. Um, Mm -hmm. and so I was like, don't reinvent it. Just like, (laughs) tell what you've been feeling so the Mm. fact that he's been able to both comfort us you know help us learn and grow do different things um in this season has been like wow god you really are like that big and Mm. no matter how much i learn about you no matter how close i feel like i'm getting to you like there's still infinitely more Mm. to you so Mm. it's like pretty overwhelming yeah but something that what you you said at the end about as much as I'm understanding about you now, I will never, it will never grow old and it will never, I will never re- arrive and it will never end. You know, there's always more to know about God. And there's always more to love about God. And so maybe that's also can be connected to the suffering seasons because even, even if the only thing that they, okay, this is probably going to be weird, but I'm just going to go for it. Even if the only thing that's good remotely good about a painful, hard season is the fact that I saw a new side of God or that he changed me in this way, or that I learned something about him or saw something new or experienced something new of him. That would be enough. Like it's a good channeling. It's a good stepping stone. You know, like he's worthy or worth it for that to be the conduit. Does that make sense? Yeah, for sure. That's a, no, that's not a weird thing to say. That's a great thing to say. I think like that helps me a little bit. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. I think that again, like we always are in like fix it mode or like grow, become better, become more, um, you know, uh, whatever that is. And instead of just being like, no, just to know him more is mm-hmm. a win and like yeah. the best thing that can happen to us. Yes. Oh, I love it. <laughs> and I think yeah. I love it because it's outside of me. You know, like he is God, regardless of me, regardless of my circumstances, he is the same. And so I think I love it so much because he, his beauty, his goodness, his power cannot be touched by anything. And it can't even, you know, what is the Romans eight? Like, can anything separate me from the love of the Lord? Like any, anything about the Lord, nothing can separate me from him. Right. 
whether I'm in a day where I'm doubting or life is really hard, he does not waver in any of that. And so I don't have to worry about him not being himself. Yeah. He is always himself. I heard, um, I wasn't planning on sharing like all of this, um, but I heard uh, an example one time talking about like Jesus's temptation um, and when he's taken out into the wilderness mm-hmm. and saying how in his temptation, not only does he like not succumb to it, not fall to any of this temptation, but also like he goes to the end of it. Like he completes mm. the temptation. So therefore, no matter like where you are, even in something like your own temptation, he has already walked that path and oh, he already knows wow. like how to get to the end of it and has already defeated the sin at the end of it. So he will literally always be with you. And it's, you know, yeah. I think this individual, whoever this was, it was, I heard this from was saying no one else in the world can say, yes, I've walked that same path. Like I've gone to the end of this road already mm. and I know what's there except Jesus. Man, we better have church up in here today. Seriously. We're going to have to calm down. Seriously. <laughs> okay. So my okay. last question is, what is something you're looking forward to? Um, yeah. Well, to just stick on the uh, spiritual <laughs> topic, I guess, is just new seasons and um, walking deeper with the Lord. Um, again, just going through someone who has been brought up in the church, brought up mm-hmm. in, uh, you know, phenomenal family, um, Christian school, the whole ordeal, um, been in church, worked for churches, that sort of <laughs> thing. Like it can seem uh, redundant and stale at times, but yeah. um, I think this, this latest season of hardship of this refining fire that we've had has brought me closer to the Lord. And again, mm-hmm. kind of just like stirred it up and said like, Hey, like, it will it should never be stale. It should never be mm. uh, repetitive because like you said, there's always something new to discover mm. to the Lord. So um, that's like probably the biggest thing that's been a focus um, and kind of like other, you know, smaller areas of life, I guess um, work <laughs> stuff has been like improving since, you know, the beginning of the year um, and actually brought someone on, as like a business coach kind of helping me oh, cool. revamp some things that I'm excited about um, and like loving the direction uh, the like new direction of business stuff that I'm currently on. Um, and then uh, we're actually just about to go to Italy. We're like two days out <gasps> from going to Italy. Um, two days. A while that is so cool. On. How long are y'all going to be there? We'll be there for like 12 days. If you're going to go to Italy, you might as well spend some time there and enjoy yes. it. Yes. But anyway, I'm very thankful for you. you. Thank you again. It was great. Listening friends, it means a lot that you added us to your day today. Thank you so much. Wherever you find yourself on your journey with Jesus, I hope you finished this episode with your faith cheered, refreshed, or strengthened. Until next time.